If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, I'm Brianna. Hi, I'm Quentin. And this is Resilient Love. had a great week thanks for tuning in to another episode again this episode is about weary but hopeful but anyway uh so weary but hopeful so weary but hopeful looks like i go to a job every day that i don't necessarily care for but it's giving me the income that's needed in my household. But I am hopeful to get to where I go to a place every day where I'm passionate about. Or I do something every day that I'm passionate about rather than just making an income. There's a big difference. There's more power and passion than there ever will be in money because when you're passionate about something, the money will follow. So true. Um, I know it doesn't make sense. It definitely don't make sense in your early 20s most times. It just sounds like somebody saying, hell, they don't know what they're talking about. They're just talking. But it is very true. As you get older, you get wiser, and you understand a little bit better. Um, It's what we like to call growing pains. Mm-hmm. You can't just go through it. You got to grow through it. So, um, this is for the listener that, you know, I remember my first job was in a factory, um, doing material handler work. Um, but here's the, here's the bright thing about starting out at a place, but seeing it, the, the vision. <clears throat> I started out as just a simple material handler throwing boxes at the other person down the line. But two years later, by the time I left, I knew more in logistics than I ever would have known without taking some initiative, of course. I learned many different things and many different trades within warehouse and shipping. And the main part is the logistics. Like, I love how logistics how things work what is going to happen what's the next step where is it going to go do we have enough so it's very cool it's very amazing um to be on the behind the scenes of that now is it for me not really can i do it yes um you got to know where you call to so it's not necessarily my passion but it was a season where i grew grew up uh, growed in different areas. Um, it just served its purpose for that time. 
in those seasons. Uh, so maybe um, the listener that maybe listening to this, maybe you're just not in that spot, in that place you really want to be. And it's like almost just about to burn you out where you just want to say, give up. I'm tired. I'm done. I'm walking out. But walking out without a strategic plan is can end up as a strategy of failure. And don't get me wrong. Failure is what we need to go forward. So the same if that you use for failure can be the same if to take you forward. So never think because you fail that you can't move forward. But there are action, there are consequences for actions that you take. And when you don't quit a job or leave a job strategically, there can be some some real deep consequences that you'll feel. Um, especially when it comes to financial planning before you leave a job. Now, don't get me wrong. Spiritually, when you hear the spiritual voice of the Lord, then you need to move on quickly, um, expeditiously. But otherwise, until you hear that that voice of move quickly now, then you need to uh, be strategically planning and um, using the wisdom that I hope God is downloading in you to um, execute what you need to do to get to your passion and your purpose. So, that was great, Q. I mean, awesome way to let everybody know about your journey and just some reflective thinking. But for those of you who are listening, let us know. Have you ever experienced that Peter moment? That moment where you said, Lord, if it's you, call me and I'll walk out. Lord, if it's you, you know, let me have such a a very specific thing to happen at my job to let me know that it's time to go. Or did the Lord speak to you in a dream that did something just happen to you just do? Let me tell you about me. (laughs) My Chick-fil-A days. I know y'all heard Chick-fil-A a a lot on this podcast. But as I always told y'all, Chick-fil-A was six years of my Life, six years of customer service, six years of food service. So I've had a lot of experience with Chick-fil-A. But guess what? When I was in college, right? So I got the job my senior year of high school. <clears throat> when I went to college, North Carolina Central University, Eagle Pride Amplified. When I went to Central, okay, I was at Central for three and a half years. During the breaks, I would come home. I was a I was afforded the opportunity to be able to work Chick-fil-A during the breaks. <laughs> and so, also, once I got done with my school and I got my degree, and again, I was working Chick-fil-A part-time, not just breaks, but I had begun to work in the education field, but also keep Chick-fil-A part-time. So what's my point? What was the moment for Brianna that she knew, okay, I got to go? Well, I actually went to work late. I went to work probably about 30 minutes late this particular day. And I was written up. Yes, your girl got written up. And at this point in time of my life, 
I was at this place like, Lord, you got to show me if you want me to continue to work Chick-fil-A or are you taking me in a new direction? And so for me, I looked at the situation like, okay, this board that wrote me up, it's time for me to go because if I'm getting wrote up over something simple, which I had a legitimate reason why I was late, but if I'm going to, if I've seen 59 other people be late and nobody got wrote up, but because Brie was late and she got wrote up <clears throat> for me, that was a sign. Okay. Get out of here before it gets serious. You know what I'm saying? And I have my first write-up in six years, y'all. First write-up in six years. I said, I got to go. Cause they, I, my name about to be messed up over something simple. And I, and I like to leave places with a clean slate. And so for me, that was God saying, exit now. <laughs> exit now. So there are times in your journey where you are weary, but you're hopeful. You get tired, but you still have to keep pressing on. Like, even right now, as we record this podcast, I am physically, emotionally tired. But I got to keep pressing on. Quentin and I are finally having our photo shoot that we have literally been waiting for, praying for, so that we can be able to produce professional be able to produce a professional presentation to not only ourselves, for ourselves, but even for the viewers. And so it's just an awesome opportunity that we have that we are able to get this photo shoot done. And so Quinn and I have literally cried and prayed and fasted about different things and how we want to be better. And this podcast episode is literally just to encourage you that it does, you get tired. Hello? We still work nine to fives plus a part time, which would be like a five to nine. And then we turn around and come home and we grind. Like Eric Thomas. Monday, I grind. Tuesday, I grind. Wednesday, I grind. It's like it doesn't matter what day of the week it is. We grind. But I also want to put another pin in this episode to say, please do not refer to us as hustlers. Refer to us as entrepreneurs in the making. Refer to us as leaders. But please do not refer to us as hustlers. For me, being referred to as a hustler minimizes the work ethic that I and Quentin and I have put into this podcast our t-shirt business, and just our enterprise as a whole. We are not hustling. We are building. We are creating. We are developing. We are entrepreneurs. So even in the midst of the building process, you got to watch what you say about yourself and watch what others say about you. Do not conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12 and 2. You have to be transformed. You cannot get caught up in what's going on in this world. You cannot allow the the weariness to stop you from keeping your hope, keeping your faith alive. The Bible says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So even though you don't see 
the white picket fence or the 3,000 square foot building or, you know, you sitting at home having your phone consultations with your clients, you have to recognize that it's coming. You have to have that faith to believe it's all the way. Because mm-hmm. you also got to learn to be grateful. Um, very grateful for whatever you have. Um, I was talking to one of my aunts uh, to, uh, on tonight earlier. And um, she was just uh, discussing with me her previous trip, uh, I think a week or two ago, to Peru. They spent two weeks in Peru, and she was just giving me a breakdown illustration of how poor that country is and how easy we got it as far as being in America. They don't have food stamps. They don't have Section 8. They don't have SNAP. They don't have uh, Social Security. They have whatever they can get their hands on. That's it. And unfortunately, that leads to robbing and stealing and resulting to a life of crime. But when you are in survival mode and it's that deep, what do you do? You know, survival mode is dangerous. So, you know, one thing I was reminded of tonight is, you know, sometimes I know we all work hard and it seems like we work so hard just to pay bills. And it's very hard to do that. Me and Brianna have four jobs together two apiece and then we have all our other things that we do outside of these jobs that we have to come home and try to do so it is hard it is tough um would i trade it no because i do not my my honest goal is i want to be free brianna gonna laugh she's looking at me crazy now but i want freedom i feel like um, I'm in bondage when I continue to go somewhere. I'm not really crazy about going. I don't feel passionate about it. I don't feel purposeful. I just feel like, why am I here? And the answer is only one thing. Just get a paycheck. That's not the answer to keep moving forward. So, um, it's just time to grind strategically and you know, set ourselves up to win versus continuing to be held in bondage. You know, if our ancestors were enslaved hundreds of years ago and had to go through slavery for hundreds of years, why are we trying to repeat the cycle? I'm not, I just don't feel it in my spirit and my mind and my heart that we need to be going back down that path because now we will be teaching our kids to be enslaved. Right. And I, I'm not doing that. At all costs, I'm going to grind until I get to where I know that our family can sustain on generational wealth versus relying on somewhere that is not conducive for any of our growth. That's so true. You know, as I sit here and I reflect. <laughs> yeah, look, let's be transparent. Brianna is so tired. She is so tired tonight. So I'm having to uh, step up and take the ministerial role here tonight. 
sit here and reflect, I recognize that <laughs> it was all a dream. It was all a dream. It was all a dream. Okay, now you gotta come with some lyrics, Biggie. What's up? <laughs> I used to read Word Up magazine. Yeah, I'm talking about your lyrics. But I'm saying that to say, you know, a lot of us. So in college, right, they ask you or they they give you the assignment of writing out your five-year plan. And they tell you to do this because it basically gets you thinking. But how many of us, those of us that went to college or, or just had a drill sergeant type of family member who kept saying, this is the American dream. This is what you need to be doing. This is how you should operate. I say all that because it was all a dream for me. I wrote out the plan. I did all the steps to the plan. And I am still not 100% where I want to be. And granted, it does take work to achieve your goals. But I'm saying it was all a dream in the sense of that was what they wanted me to write. That was what they wanted me to say. But now, after having that conversation with my husband and my best friend, I realized, like, what is the dream? I'm weary, but I'm hopeful because, like, I have the opportunity to create my own identity, to create my own quote-unquote American dream and not be <clears throat> and not substitute it or try to craft it to fit a status quo, but it can be my dream. It was all their dream is what I really meant to say, but now it can be all my dream. And now that I'm married, it can be all our dream. So please be encouraged in this season that if you feel a little tired, a little weary, a little broken down in your spirit, be lifted up. Be encouraged to know it comes with the territory. It comes with the grind. It comes with living purpose. It comes with finding and developing your God-given purpose. Any other feedback you want to give the people? Um, For those that work for a government agency or a state agency, let's break this down real brief. I used to work for a local government agency. And let me put it this way. Once you start to work in a, as they proclaim, I know we've been talking a little bit about freedom and it's funny how they say once you've been working in a field for so long, you are labeled and boxed in by society to think that is all you are. Mm -hmm. When truth is most times that we work on, uh, you know, not everybody, but a lot of times those that do work, in the local government or state agency or whatever it may be are on the track for a 30 year retirement. So most times society has already 
made your plans for you by telling you you got 25 more years or you got 20 more years to go. And, you know, somebody said that to me once and I just looked at them kind of like crazy. I can't, I cannot fathom being in this field with you. You can stay, but I got to go. Because the more I stay here, the deader I feel. I'm just two steps from the graveyard because I'm already dead because I'm not living my purpose. That's right. I'm living what you want me to live. Mm-hmm. And that's not purposeful for my life because I was not designed for that. I wasn't called to this. The quicker and sooner you realize you're not called to something and this is not for you, the quicker you'll be a little bit more happy and at peace in your spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I may not be on that job no more and I may not be where I want to be, but at least I know my truth and I know where I'm trying to go. That's right. And I'm on the path to freedom. I'm on the Underground Railroad. I'm moving. This is just taking me a little while, but I'm going. So don't let people, society box you in to what you currently do or have done for the last couple of years, whether it's been five, 10 years, 15 years. Believe in you. Bet on you. Just like society has betted on you to be in that box or the employer has betted on you to be there on time every day or come or show up. Why do you think they paying you thirty and forty thousand dollars? Cause you worth a hundred. But if you don't see your value, they gonna manipulate your value. They gonna wholesale you. Let me put it that oh. way. They gonna wholesale you and sell you back to society. So they gonna buy you for wholesale for thirty five thousand dollars a year when you're truly worth a hundred. But what I can get out of you, I can get good product. I can get good work ethic. I can get all this good stuff. And I ain't got the baby, but a, a small a percentage of what I'm making. Uh, you think about that. A billion dollar company can be making a billion dollars a year or a couple billion, but it'll pay you $35,000. Now, don't get me wrong. That's a livable wage. But it's going to get kind of tough to create some generational wealth there. It's going to take a lot of strategy. Most people don't understand money. Most people don't understand how to move money to make more money. So there's a lot that comes into play. I'm not saying you can't be all the things you desire and all the things that is needed to be working for an income and also have a residual income as a safety net. But there comes a lot of strategic things that got to come into place. Strategic as far as you willing to learn for yourself because school not going to teach you this kind of stuff. Some stuff you have to really go out and seek. Schools will, but they're not going to give you the game. Because if they give you the game, then they ain't got no game to run no more. The student loans get decreased. (laughs) So when you start thinking about those equations, it helps you a little bit better on your equation of how do you get your freedom? What does your here's a question I want to pose, and I would love to see this in the comments and in the feedback. What does freedom look like for you? That's so true. Yeah, friends. What does freedom look like for you? So we're gonna wrap this up. Catch us on another episode of Resilient, Resilient Love. Love.
Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. We wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, $2.99, or $9.99. Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Resilient Love.